Hello again, everybody. It's uh, Jason Powers. Back in my uh, parking lot that I like so much. Uh, so, tonight, uh, um, I just got done reading a rather long and uh, really a two-part article uh, in one one gulp. We'll call it, uh, it's tied to uh, the secular and the spiritual war that we're um, coming upon, or actually already at, in terms of the situations around us. So, <clears throat> the secular part I can confirm is uh, substantially accurate and true. I'll leave a uh, link or link to the uh, the article in the description here. Uh, this, the spiritual part is a little harder to uh, piece together and grasp because I'm not a well-versed uh, person in the Bible in whatever versions you look at that. And many people are hesitant to either assess or analyze or draw conclusions from the specific uh, passages in there. Hold on a second. And so, uh, to that end, um, I'm not going to... I will give my excuses. Uh, I'll briefly, my uh, lack of uh, uh, harnessing the Bible in terms of the way it's uh, presented, to my, uh, presented to myself... Because everybody interprets it through their own lens. And can read it the way they want to. That's part of the, I think, the beauty of it. And obviously it causes uh, certain people to question your your uh, grasping of the concepts. Because everybody has their own, own uh, interpretation. And many people have seeded their ability to interpret things. To people who uh, have read the Bible multiple times, multiple ways, but they may have also been uh, poisoned and influenced by certain forces, of course, and uh, of course uh, forces of avarice, greed, agenda, that kind of thing. <clears throat> my uh, inability uh, throughout my life to uh, properly harness that is rooted in my uh, childhood experiences uh, with my father and uh, he um, biological father that is um, he he put in a very he installed a certain system and I say installed a uh, uh, manipulative system that uh, left me very um, uh, damaged in terms of my ability to uh, reconcile how somebody could be uh, your uh, your father and yet be so destructive towards many ends. So um, that's where that uh, inability has come from. And uh, even as I, you know, grew into adulthood, and uh, obviously uh, I have been in church and have uh, have accessed that more so on my own lately. 
So I'm not blaming him any further on that. It's just, it is what it is. It's always like anything else. You have to uh, deal with that uh, situation and move on. So back to this article. So the first half of the article talks about the the dualistic role of, of uh, well, we'll call it the Hegelian model of setting up uh, false choices for people to uh, to get you to do what they want you to do. We'll call it the New World Order. Uh, hopefully you can hear me uh, with this wind. I'm just driving around a little bit. So, uh, it talked about how China and Russia and, of course, the West and the East is set up as a uh, false dichotomy in terms of how the system is going to work. Because no matter which way you run, you're going to be enslaved. Um, but, you know, in the midst of your, in the midst of uh, humanity doing all these moves, um, the system enjoys that. The system that's being installed from top down uh, in terms of control, whether it be through COVID or vaccination, uh, monetary control, famine control those kind of uh, aspects <clears throat> so to that regard um, I think that uh, it provided a, a lot of evidence to that end this has been an ongoing agenda there's been aspects of of the dogma written about uh, through um, open it's an open secret it hasn't been hidden and people who do not ascribe to conspiracy theories or conspiracies have always, you know, thrown it aside as being speculation and bunk and uh, can't be possible. Nobody would be so stupid as to expose a secret, uh, leave a secret so open or to pronounce their objectives, objectives and agendas so uh, sinister. Uh, sinisterly um, because they would be found out and stopped but that's the beauty of it you know because the average person or even a say even a, a fairly intelligent person uh, ascribes to a normalcy bias ascribes to a uh, you know kind of a concept of these things can't be true and real because you know I would I would be able to puzzle this out I would I would never allow somebody to do this to me. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, we don't live in the vaunted, vaunted plane of uh, the financial backers and the bankers who fuel all your wars, who create all these uh, agendas to control people and to, uh, to position themselves better. And it's passed on from generation to generation. And at right now, the last, uh, let's just say the... The oldest people who are still alive, who have enormous wealth and influence and control and insight, supposedly insights, let's just say, look at the, the Kissingers, the Soros, the Buffets, they're all 90 years old. Uh, why are they still on the world stage? You ask yourself that question. And they're not the only ones, by the way, but they're certainly the most visible ones. I mean, Klaus Schwab is 80 plus years old too 
And you ask yourself, why do these people have a necessity to make themselves um, in charge in the United States? Think of the, the Pelosi's and the Biden's. They're, they're, they're much ado about nothing, but they are in positions of power inside a, a very complex power structure. And you could even throw in uh, other people in that uh, mix too. Because once you get past a certain age, um, you would think that retirement and quiet life and meddling would be off your table. You'd think you'd just, but these people are very active. Um, their mouths are very active. Their bodies might not be very active, but they're definitely their mouths are very active. And they're interfering in international affairs to such a large degree that one has to assess that and say, why? Why would you do this? Why would you be so? Because it's their last, I mean, assuming uh, their uh, time is running short, uh, they seem to have a, uh, you know, they have an agenda for us all. And it's not good. <laughs> and they're not, the, like I said, they're not the only ones. They're amongst, uh, say, a few hundred or maybe a thousand people in this vaunted glass, these uh, top-tier predators that uh, are obviously very entrenched in the financial dealings. You could even include the royal family in this regard, too. Uh, think about it. I mean, at some point, wouldn't you just cede power, just get out of the way? You would think to yourself, haven't I done enough? Why, why is it that you stay active at 90 or 95 or 100 years old? The answer is you don't. I mean, people say, well, you know, you're just, you're just jealous or whatever. whatever. No, I'm not. I'm just, just, just bear with me. Uh, this, whole, this whole plan operates on the ability to uh, appear fairly fragile, but yet have the manipulations of, of the masses uh, through setting up uh, agendas in, in China, in the United States, in Russia, and all the myriad of actors on the stage, and putting them in confrontational to break down the system, break down countries, nation states that had been were formulated back in the late 1300s, early 1400s. That was the early formations of those outgrowth of that. We can even just uh, date it to the Gutenberg Bible or Gutenberg uh, Press and that kind of thing. So uh, the, these uh, international forces have just slowly, they've always you know, amassed power and they've come up with new ways to break down uh, the populace. Um, the analogy is like, if you think of a casino, and I take the most simplest game that we can maybe grasp is uh, blackjack. So think of the dealer against yourself, but you're sitting in the middle of the table, and then there's on the left-hand side is the third baseman. On the right-hand side is the first baseman, and that's just uh, using a baseball analogy, and you're at second base, let's just say. So these forces at first and third base work with the dealer to... Uh, to getting getting in the way of your ability to win because they always know what the cards are going to land and you only have free will over the cards that you get dealt to uh, uh, the cards that you select or whether you take the hit or don't take the hit but no matter what you're eventually going to lose it all 
while these forces work against you. And that's essentially what we're playing. We're playing a game of that. So these people are always setting up um, conflicts to put us in the middle of this situation. And then we are only given so many options and choices. You can escape. You can quit the game. You can double down on whatever your cards are or, or whatnot. But no matter what you do, uh, these people know how to play you for suckers. And, and they've been doing it for a long time. This has been going on. I mean, it's a well-learned trap. Uh, it's passed on from generation to generation. Uh, one of the books cited in this uh, uh, long passage of uh, discussing this is uh, Carol Quigley's Tragedy and Hope, which you know exposes the the overarching goals of this international consortium, consortium, or the global forces, or however you define it, define it. And you know, you know he. He's supportive of this. It's a long read, too. Believe me, I haven't read it <laughs> all <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. I've I've accessed about 50 to 75 pages of it, uh, but I have to reread it and reread it. And uh, Quigley was uh, among a, a select few of uh, people that actually had any uh, long-term exposure to this. But anyway, this article mentions George Bush, mentions little nuance uh, flavors to it and how this has uh, um, been rebirthed under different names, different guises, different wars, um, laying the foundation of breaking us all down, how uh, China has been uh, built up as a uh, well-controlled uh, um, New World Order option. Um, we know Klaus Schwab has a office with uh, his buddy, his uh, son, and his son is married to a Chinese gal. And these people are normally nominally connected together. And, uh, for example, Henry Kessinger is good friends with uh, Vladimir Putin, who is on board with this too. Um, that are uh, the efforts that have been pump through uh, Ukraine or just a, a front and a cover for this stuff and the BRICS system that's being uh, pushed uh, and, and for their standpoint is just a way to create uh, the multipolar you know a cold war kind of deal like I said overall the the secular part of this article is I think pretty well uh, thought out uh, it's another it's another of many think pieces on that part of it there may be some holes in it, but overall, I think it works pretty well. Um, just a second. The spiritual part of the, the piece is a lot more, uh, I would say, broadly uh, harder to interpret or certainly critique um, in regards to what's mentioned in it. Though I, I would concur that it... Uh, certainly touches on a, a spiritual war that we are, well, the overwhelming portion of humanity is ill-prepared to fight um, due to the natures of humanity. I think the secular part, many of the people could, could fight or certainly pay attention to and learn from, 
and achieve a, a way to defeat the this uh, overarching goal. But the problem is, is uh, the spiritual part of it is uh, actually the the actual end game for these people. Uh, my contention, and this is going back to, um, I would say the middle of last year, if not earlier, is that uh, they're they're looking to bring about uh, the final days and the the great uh, reckoning, the day of reckoning for all of us. They want a response from God. They want to. They want to. They want to disprove that God exists because they're immoral and they don't care about anything related to a God or a Christ or Yahweh or however you want to label or define the uh, the great spiritual being that created enough. Uh, insight into this world or created this world or the ability for all of us this uh, this uh, mass of beings that that are uh, awake enough or have the brain capacity to create the objects that you see and the things that we access on a daily basis and of course we have a certain class of beings uh, like Elon Musk, who are trying to create neural uh, neural links and AI. He just wrote a, supposedly, and I saw the piece, uh, wrote a piece for the, the Chinese audience uh, lauding and praising the Chinese system. So, no, Elon Musk is not your friend. He's, a, he's just a part of one of many who play both sides against the middle, which is you. You're the middle. Uh, like I said, he's uh, he's sitting at first base, and then the next thing you know, he's sitting at third base at the blackjack table, and you're sitting there in the middle, watching ping pong back and forth. So he's not a he's not a he's not a good actor <laughs> at all. So anyway, so the spirituality of this, they're they're trying to create this super intelligence, and this article touches on it in some respects. Uh, and actually kind of references an interesting concept about this iron, uh, like, I don't know what you call it. It's almost like an iron man. But anyway, uh, there's passages in the Bible that references this uh, Colossus kind of deal. I'll label it a Colossus because it's just kind of that. Uh, that's the way it's kind of presented in a visual representation. Um Hold on a second. So this uh, Colossus uh, representation could be likened to an Iron Man, which is interesting with a um, an Iron Man that's uh, an integration of human human factors or human genetics with a, a say, for example, a vaccine with graphene in it, and that that is not necessarily our final mark of the beast it's just prepping us for something else that's coming so that what that is i do not know but it's certainly we know about the digital uh push and the designs of uh, bill gates and others that are in this tech field who certainly seem very interested in getting under our skin inside our cells to uh manipulate gen uh, genetics of people mutilate people uh, the one the one of the most sickening 
um, and it has weight on my conscience and um, <clears throat> made me think really, um, really be in a very depressed mood lately, is the more and more I see the sickness of, of, uh, of uh, doctors and medical professionals who are pushing, you know, mutilations of children and uh, teenagers uh, through operations. Just drastic, um, despicable acts, and that they're uh, they're actually speaking these words out, uh, words out loud, and they operate as uh, uh, front-facing people for hospitals and medical centers, and the whole host of, and then more and more, there's a few people that are speaking out further beyond the people that we know who are uh, letting us know about the, I'll just call it what it is, it's just uh, Nazi 2.0 in regards to human beings. They're treating us like we're we're cattle or guinea pigs or however, whatever animal uh, suffices to stand as a representation of, of just, you know, Sub subhuman. They're treating us as as merely just objects to be uh, contorted and manipulated and and destroyed, really. Um, and it's despicable. And what's more despicable, I guess, in some respects to me, is that we have people who carry badges or politicians who are not with absolute fervor speaking out. But I just you know. I suppose they just just want to ignore it or have a very little I have a very little ability to uh, um, put into words what they need to and and, and get a platform um, without you know they 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 show a, a, a lack of focus um, we have enough people who can do this by the way each per- they, they need to come up with a strategy where they are, um, like I said, d- divvy, up the, divvy up the work of fighting this agenda. Not only just in uh, regards to, for example, the, the transhumanism or the transgenderism uh, aspect, the banking aspect, the, the educational aspect, the media aspect. Everybody has to focus. They need to have a leadership conference where they literally find someone as a representative and that person needs to be focused solely on that particular agenda. These things are all connected together but they need to have a way to lay down the law or the fire and the brimstone uh, and not just channel it through one one or uh, two instances where they're speaking about this because uh, this requires a getting on board of vast swaths of humanity, which, of course, our New World Order people know can't be done, and that's why they can get away with this stuff, because they know the vast portion of humanity isn't willing or capable enough to come together united, uh, united enough to uh, see who's being scurrying them. Now, I see it online sometimes, People are well enough aware, and we could call them an echo chamber or what have you, but those people are very, you know, few and far between. Um, 
I don't know how many, we'll just say a few, uh, a few tens out of a thousand. So not enough to get the rest of the people who are too busy thinking that this just can't be done, who think that the financial system, you know, can't be rigged this badly, but it is, um, <laughs> which is quite amazing. They can, they can believe that their politicians don't work for them, but they can't seem to wrap their heads around the fact that <laughs> Uh, they're politicians are just puppets that are not even they're just technocrats uh, that uh, are installed and that elections are shall we say less than fair for anything they're just giving the guys once again elections are just you sitting at the second base at the blackjack table watching people on the left and right of you uh, <laughs> uh, stand-ins whether you call them Democrats and Republicans or conservatives and liberals or anything in between, your independent-minded ass is, has nothing, uh, no way of defeating them because they just, they appeal to whatever motivations are inside of you, shiny new objects or, uh, you know, uh, anything that's uh, <laughs> either either overtly uh, to, to um, well, if you want to use Christianity, one thing uh, they've been doing recently is obviously attacking Christianity completely and destroying that. That's the media. There was an article we all heard about about uh, the Atlantic talking about rosary beads and Catholics. So we know that's going on, and uh, and, and and this isn't there's. There used to be lots of uh, God-fearing liberals uh, that you know believed in certain things, but there's but that that's grown fewer and fewer over the course of time. So, getting off subject here, the the spiritual part of this article, you know, talks about the you know the final days and how it's going to be um, pushed or how it will appear. Uh, the connotations of the U.S. money, that kind of deal. That's where it gets a little bit off track, in my opinion. But uh, that's, you know, it is what it is. Everybody has a has a viewpoint. Um, they uh, cite a lot of scripture, Romans, uh, <clears throat> certain books of the Bible, Revelation, obviously, uh, imagery, uh, things that, of that nature. And like I said, don't get me wrong, I, they may very well have all that. That may even become more uh, more of the essential part of what we're facing, I think, the spiritual, spiritual war, than anything the secular uh, observations will, will initially present to us. Uh, but obviously the secular is being uh, promoted because they want to break down the spiritual in all of us because... Man without God can't exist. If you have no no fear of a higher power and the misrepresentations of the Yuval Noah Hararis of the world who who merely uh, mocks it by calling it, you know, a sky god or a man above the clouds or whatever, or, you know, however you want to present his ideas. But they're anti, they're anti-God, 
they're anti uh, uh, understanding of what could be at forces at play. And really, it's just that this disparagement is due to the fact of not only a lack of understanding, but uh, uh, a belittlement of something that they see. They see it from the standpoint of a of a very small human trying to look up and trying to assess, say, five thousand or ten thousand years of, say, human. Uh, awareness of of uh, the ability to speak or pro provide a proficiency to their ideas in ways and representation of it and realizing if if you believe anything that the science has presented to us we are a very very uh, old uh, entity say four and a half billion years so what is ten thousand years to four and a half billion or a hundred million or what have you it's a mere blink of an eye uh, in relationship to a year and to assess that in terms of what God's time frame is <laughs> it has to be almost in inconceivably uh, a blink of a blink of a blink of an eye for God, so this uh, this uh, disparagement is based upon a very, I think, a very uh, just just very ignorant, uh, but meant to be so, because as man has developed the knowledge of the DNA inside of us. Um, that and then that's a representation too. Uh, the idea is that they want to get to the soul inside of a person and have the access to kill it, and that's where I came to that conclusion last year, at least early last year, 2021. That you know, their their uh, their insights are all driven by the fact that they want to control humanity, but they want to be gods themselves, of course. And they want to position themselves as having the the temerity to be create a being, a transhumanism, the AI, create a being greater than the greater than humanity itself. They want to create the they see it as evolution, they see it as progress, they see it as uh, mocking of God and his creatures. Man can create a creature that's greater than than the 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 uh, creature that God uh, left to rule this earth. And we are ostensibly ruling this earth. But amongst all of us on this earth, there are certain people who have selected themselves to be greater than all the rest of us. It's a predator class. you know. Call it whatever you will. The globalist class. The reptilian class. Lots of labels have been tossed around. None, none are probably uh, sufficient to be the... the the best moniker for this shit, but um, it certainly exists um, to that larger degree. So that's kind of where that article kind of took me. Um, and in some ways, it you know, it's interesting here to see other people's or uh, representation of what the situation is. 
and in some ways it's disheartening because I know how how difficult it's going to be for any of us to get beyond this shit because I don't have a I don't have a solution. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Uh, let's say whatever solution I can come up with, they've already thought of too. Because um, I'm not going to sit there and say that I'm a uh, inherently much <laughs> much more intelligent than the average guy. Uh, but uh, certainly, it would help if we <laughs> had enough people who would eventually comprehend this. And it may take something overwhelmingly sinister, something overwhelmingly evil. And uh, it's mentioned in this article about CERN and uh, the resurrection of a of a uh, an entity that existed long ago of some sort, at least biblical, a biblical entity, let's call it that. Not just the devil or uh, a monster. Let's just, I forget what the term they used or the, uh, there's a, a term uh, through this uh, crisis uh, that if you uh, reverse the, the, I think, so COVID or Dovis, so, or uh, Dovic, um, has a different meaning in uh, Hebrew. So anyway, I'm not a linguist. I'm not going to pretend to know what all the, whether that's true or not. Just to say, it's enough to get you thinking that certain certain things were labeled a way for a reason. And it may be simplistic. It may be overly complicated. But whatever the case may be, certainly people are sending messages. And there's messages uh, throughout this world. Uh, symbolisms. Symbolism is a very powerful force amongst people. You can call it propaganda, you can call it whatever you want, but it certainly drives people to adhere to uh, thoughts and philosophies. And uh, grasping this entire picture uh, is is difficult. I mean, I, I even reading this article, I knew that there were things that I had uh, ran over overlooked myself so to my uh, typical audience I apologize for not uh, not addressing these things in a, a little bit more a little more clarity but you know and people say well why are you adopting uh, the arguments of somebody else I'm not adopting it I'm just taking in new information reprocessing reprocessing it in a manner that would um, add more layers to this, uh, I don't know, diorama, however you want to pre present it, this this very, very, very complex uh, situation. Uh, and there is no Occam's razor here. There's no, uh, there's no simple, uh, you can call it, you know, oh, well, this is just people being people. Uh, now, there's a, there's definitely a plan afoot. Uh, just because we're not in the room with these people doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And it hasn't. It didn't just start yesterday. It's been going on, nay, 100 years, 200 years, 500 years, depending upon how you look at it. It just gets passed down and gets refined uh, each time going through a little bit more refined iterations. Um, because even these people are, you know, they're flawed and imperfect. But that's the reason why they want to create this uh, super being that's supposedly better than themselves. 
uh, you know, <laughs> you can go back to the Bible with, uh, you know, the Tower of Babel and all these other kind of uh, um, stories of entities and people who have uh, wanted to present themselves as they want to make themselves God or they want to be able to say they defeated God. Um, you can call it megalomaniac, you can call it psycho, uh, psychopathy, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's certainly, we know it exists. <laughs> we see people who, who elevate themselves to that level. Uh, or, or through their rhetoric, uh, they, uh, they certainly expose themselves as being uh, without boundary. And they also will also act like uh, victims when the time comes to to uh, slough off uh, allegations that they're trying to do that because they can't they can't accept uh, any pushback. So I'm getting off topic here. So I'm gonna probably leave it here for now. Uh, I'll, hopefully, I'll have clearer thoughts uh, going forward. But uh, take care out there, and um, God bless y'all.